Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Tune Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow! I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the... Uh, second part of this chart that we're doing 27th of May 1984 um, very very evocative time for me, uh, the cusp of that summer, which I, I, the summer when I turned 12, everything seemed possible, I was on the cusp of manhood, leaving behind childhood, mm. and the pop music was just sublime uh, as this chart proves um, there's, there's loads in this I mean we started briefly on it last time but um, my favourite Madness songs in here, in at number 30, One Better Day, as uh, described on the chart rundown last time, um, No Longer Than Nutty Boys, because this, this is a song about uh, tramps. Yeah. Um, which, of course, is about, uh, it's about a homeless shelter um, in yeah. London, near where Madness used to hang out. Um, gorgeous song, though. Gorgeous it song. is a nice song. It's very. It's not like sort of really. It's kind of not like a madness song, really. Well, yeah, but they um, they started doing more sort of soulful kind of yeah stuff at at this stage in their career, didn't yeah. they? There was always a dark undercurrent mm. to, to lots of their stuff. Like I mean, you go back to Embarrassment, yeah, like their fourth single or something. Yeah, dark then, lyrics, but the sound of this one is so yeah. different to like early madness, yeah, isn't it? Chewed, hadn't they? Mm. Um, so there you go. If everyone everyone wants to know what my favourite madness song is, it's that. Now one. they fucking know. Mm. Um, um, this song, this chart, we've done an '84 chart before, and actually it overlaps slightly with this one. But it's really hard to to argue with the idea that this was the best ever year for music. I mean, fuck me. Heaven knows I'm miserable now at number nineteen. We've covered yeah. Frankie Goes to Hollywood extensively. Love Wars, what a song by Womack and Womack. Everywhere, yeah. fucking Break Machine, Break Dance Party. Actually, no, I don't know that one, Break Dance Party, but I do like Break Machine. Um, There's lots of stuff in this chart which appeared on the third instalment of the Now That's What I yeah. Call Music yeah. compilations. And I had this on, I had Now 3 on LP. There's loads of stuff that's uh, in this chart. I had the Hits album, which I think covered a lot of this yeah. stuff as well. Which was yeah, its rival at the same time. rival franchise, wasn't it? Yeah, because <clears throat> um, now was done by EM, EMI, and they had EMI and I think Virgin Records as well in their subsidiaries. Yeah. But then remember that hits, pig hits. in his um, biker jacket and dark glasses. Yeah, did he have yeah, a name that geezer? Him after a few. 
Um, I'm not sure he did. Let's, uh, sure he did. I think we I've need to find out more about this chap. I've got a feeling he did have a name, you know. I mean, it's interesting that they decided, right, we've got this compilation. We're going to turn it into a regular thing. But listen, we I feel as if we need um, an icon, you mm. know. Uh, what do they call those? Not icons. They call them, like, what's the Michelin Man or Tony the Tiger? A, a mascot? Yeah, is it a mascot? I think we should make him a pig, right? And I think we should make the pig... <laughs> but here's the twist. The twist is the pig is a cool pig, right? And he yeah. wears, like, a leather biker jacket and dark glasses. And I think yeah. he's wearing Walkman headphones as well, because he's so... Imagine a pig that's just really, really into pop music. What would he look yeah. like? Come on, let's brainstorm it. Wow, he'd probably have a leather jacket, one of them biker ones that, like, wham wear in, um, you know, bad boys and wham rap. Yeah, good. Write it down. Write it down on the whiteboard. What else? Uh, definitely dark glasses, like Ray-Ban, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, have Snoopy a when he's, like Snoopy when he's doing Joe Cool. Yeah, he'd, that's, he'd that's probably... Cool, would he have a skateboard, boss? Poss- we'll put that down as a possible. I don't know if there's going to be room for us to do a full-length illustration of this pig it might just be a headshot in which case we wouldn't be able to fit a skateboard in ditto motorbike okay well uh if you're talking just about the head he's gonna he's gonna be one of them fellas that's just got his walkman headphones on all the time doesn't even take them off when he's indoors good this is easily gonna be this is easily gonna be the coolest pig on the mid-80s pop scene what's we call him next up what's his name ah Johnny Now. No, Johnny Pig. <laughs> no, the Now, the Now, the Now Pig. The Now Johnny Pig. Pig. Piggy Now Mouth. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Piggy, Piggy, John, John. <laughs> I've got I'm some facts about that downs. pig. I've got some facts about that pig, if you'd like them. Yeah, I would. This comes from John Webster, who was the co-creator of the Now compilation. Oh, And he okay. said... Simon Draper, who was his boss at Virgin Records at the time, mm. said uh, he said Simon Draper had this 1930s poster for Danish bacon in his office, mm. showing a pig listening to a hen singing, mm. with the caption, "Now that's what I call music." Oh, and that's where it came that from. That is a great story. And do you know who bought that poster for Simon Draper at Virgin Records? There's a clue there. Branson. Branson. Branson had bought the the poster for Simon's birthday from an antique shop on Portobello Road. Branson would go there because he fancied the owner. Mm. <laughs> Draper, Draper, come into my office. I believe it's your birthday, Draper. Is this correct? <laughs> I bought you a gift. Here, behold, <laughs> a hen. I've been buying. I've been buying all manner of shit from this shop at yeah. Portobello Road because I fancied jumping the owner. Oh, so I don't know what to say. Well, don't get too carried away with yourself. I'm really just trying to get my nuts in. That's the only reason I was in and out of that fucking that tat shop. (laughs) Anyway, have this poster. It's mildly amusing, I suppose. (laughs) A a hen singing to a pig. Is that the sort of thing that entertains you, Simon? (laughs) Is it? Right, now I'm off back down there to buy an old sewing machine. I don't know who to give it to. (laughs) Somewhere I have it. But the antique shop on Portobello Road, he'd go there because he fancied the owner, mm. Joan, who later became his wife. 
Wowie. There you go. Big story there behind the now company. You know, I mean, that, nowadays they'd call that toxic behaviour, just going yeah. in and out of a shop because you fancied the bird <laughs> until she eventually agreed to marry you. Haven't we all done that at some point in our lives? Yeah, we've all had shops. Of course we have, as younger we, the, men. Yeah, there's shops where... Shops, bars, cafes. Yeah. Hello. Hello, yeah. me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the usual. You'll start to think oh, I'm stalking you. <laughs> you'll start to... Oh, we must stop meeting like this. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you come here often? <laughs> of course you do, you work here. <laughs> Just a bit of banter. Have you got a boyfriend? Pardon. Nothing. <laughs> Pack it a crisp, please. <laughs> oh, God. Um, he says uh, they were discussing a name for the compilation when someone just pointed at the poster and that was it. Um, and it started because this, this guy, John uh, Webster, was working in marketing at Virgin. Mm. And the, it said, we had hits coming out of our ears. We were the top-selling we singles. We had hits in coming in out of our ears. <laughs> One day, my colleague, Stephen Naven, showed me all the telexes, it was before fax, Whoa. that arrived every day from companies wanting to buy tracks for compilations. We just thought, we could do this ourselves. So yeah. basically, that's how it started. Because, um, I mean, there's fucking so, tons of compilations out then in the early 80s, and, yeah. and they all had different themes. Like, but, but they're all like one-offs. Mm. They were all like one-offs. You'd, you'd get one like called something like Space Tracks. I've got a bunch of them like... here because my wife was recently yeah. up in the attic at her mum's rig and right. and they had a bunch of them. Her her dad, both her parents worked at um, Bush House at the World Service and, right. they, and they had access to the library. Right. And as far as I'm saying, they would just steal from that library, her parents, <laughs> and bring records yeah. home from, for her. Yeah. And so... Yeah. And and that's really where my, my wife's got a pretty encyclopedic knowledge, particularly of 80s music, and often quite strange sort of stuff that I wouldn't have been into at that age. But it's because mm. her dad would bring her home, like, everything. Anyway, yeah. recently, so we've got quite a lot of different albums, but recently she uh, did a haul, as they call it, of all mm-hmm. of the weird 80s compilation ones. Nice one. That are, are sort of pre-now. So they're yeah. not as good. The thing about them now is... Every single one, it was all killer, no filler. When you That's got a thing, now, those, those other ones, like you say, initially, you got like weird stuff. It yeah, been the filler stuff because yeah, you'd get like each side would have each side would have ten tracks on, and they'd be pressed so closely the tracks would be tiny on the record and the sound quality would be shit. <laughs> yeah, but the first four or five would be re- recognized hits. Yeah. And then there'd be like up and coming stuff and things that got to number seventy two. Yeah, exactly. The there'd be, there'd be a and couple, and they'd usually front load it like this: the first yeah. track on side one and the first track on side two would be the ones you'd heard of. The big stuff, and then they'd yeah. get worse and worse. Yeah. As, as the side. I mean, I've started collecting them from like charity shops and car boots. But there's the odd gem. There's the odd gem. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, but Virgin just went, yeah. Well, we've got all the hits here. We'll just put our own out. It's amazing that and, all of these songs were from one label because it looks like they have just yeah. chosen. When you look at any of those records now, it looks like they just cherry picked from any chart all of the best songs. Just so happened they yeah. had all the best songs. Well, that that was EMI and Virgin combining, but then Warner Brothers and CBS got together to do the hits albums. So yes. they, they were also behemoths as well. So that's why. Yeah. Those albums were massively yeah, the successful hit, the as well. Yeah, the hits album from this year that I got for... Well, I, 
I've told this story before, but it was 84 or 85, but basically, you know, everyone got into stereos, those portable stereos, yeah. boom boxes, if you will. Yeah. And that's what I asked for for Christmas. And they came in all sorts of bright colours. Like in the early 80s, the ones that you kind of see in documentaries about the Bronx in the late 70s, early 80s, they were the big mm. silver ones. But by this stage, they came in a range of primary colours, didn't they? I had a bright red one. Yeah, so there you go, right? <laughs> so so when I was looking through the Argos catalogue, which every child began to do at around October time, preparing themselves for yeah. what to ask for. Making I, my list for Christmas I, I was for Santa. Lo- I was looking through the... I felt, right, no more toys for old Sammy boy. Yeah, I'm a big boy exactly. now and it's music That's the thing. that, uh, that, That's that what turns I said me there before. on. Yeah, on the cusp of manhood, no more toys. Yeah. It's electrical items now for me. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the stereo section, and I remember just it was for me. It was all about which color. It wasn't about what type of device it was or what manufacturer. It was like right, which color do I want? <laughs> and there was a maroon one, which was about as close to claret as you could get. So I thought, I, I, I could have a stereo that's in West Ham colors. It was, a, it was a JVC, and it had a um, double cassette, obviously, for your tape-to-tape mm. on the front. And I've told this story before, but seeing as we're talking about the Hits album, the story is is that my mum got that for me very kindly from fucking Curry's or whatever, or Dixon's. And yeah. then she was up the high road, and a few doors down was our price. So she's gone into our price, and she's gone, I need something for my son. He's nine years old. He loves pop music. Do you have anything that's just got a mix of all the, this year's best songs on? Yeah. And they go, we've got just the thing. And they come out with the Hits album, yeah, uh, which was, of course, a double album, double cassette. And rather yeah, than it be box. like now, it was a flat box. So it wasn't a stacked box. It was box. a flat box. I, I said fat box. Oh, no. It was, it, flat, so it was, it was a, one it, of the flat ones. Yeah, rather than a stacked one, which became more common, and I'm pretty sure the Now yeah. albums were in, this the Hits album were, yeah. was was sort of like the shape of a CD, really, mm. right? And uh, they said, this is what you want. This has got everything on. He'll like this. And she's gone, yeah, but that won't fit in the stereo that I've got him. <laughs> and they went, it, it, it will. They're standardised sizes. It will. <laughs> and then my mum lost it at them, which she's got a she does she's got a hair trigger when she feels she's being patronised, right? Um well, I think I inherited I inherited that from the, her. Your mum is the heart and soul of this podcast. <laughs> and she went she was like this Don't fucking try and mug me off. She was like, just because you think I'm an old woman she was probably in her thirties at the time anyway. Do you know what I mean? But she's yeah. like I'm not an idiot. She went, I know that that is not going to fit. And she had the fucking JVC stereo from Argos in her hand, in a bag. Oh, God. And we she's gone, the they said, we trust us. There are no, it's all universal. It's standardised now, right? And she's gone, this is not it, Chuck. I'm not having this. She got the stereo out. She snatched the box of the fucking uh, hits, cause double cassette. And she started demonstrating. She didn't open the box. She just started trying to ram the whole thing into one tape deck. <laughs> it don't fucking fit. Look, it don't. look. She calls the scene. And then they very calmly said, allow, you know, allow me, madam. And just opened it up and slotted it. All right, fucking there's your money. You've made your point. Oh, I bet you think you're very clever now, don't you? Up yours. What is it, 4 99 Rip off. 
probably was about four ninety nine. Do you reckon? About that, yeah, maybe a bit. Yeah, maybe a bit more because they were because um, it was two because it was a double. Mm. But I, I never bought albums on tape, didn't you? Because of the fear that they would scramble, um, snarl up mm. in the machine. I was bought LPs and then taped them onto tapes. Ah, uh, just classic See, logistics well, from just an early age. Junior logistics there. Junior, you know hello, I mean? welcome to junior logistics. This week we have a young man from Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> a young weirsider by the name of Andrew Dawson. <laughs> oh, you Andrew, think hello. A young weirdo. Hello. <laughs> a young weirdo from Weirside. Yeah. A young weirdo, because let's be honest with this good at logistics at this age is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, and also getting back to the now thing, the pig mm. uh, appeared in the adverts for the. It was it was on the first three or four front front covers. Appeared on the adverts, voiced in the adverts by Brian Glover. Ah, oh, wonderful! Did well, hopefully that will turn up on this Instagram account uh, that I'm so obsessed with, which is the one where I discovered the lamb chops ad called. Uh, Throwback TV ads, I think. Yeah, gotta be on. Oh, it's so uh, good. Yes, last night they had the classic um, that Findus or McCain chips where it goes, Will it be it? Will it be Will it be mushrooms? And then the West Indian guy goes, Fried onion rings, we'll have to (laughs) wait and see. Jalapeno. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss jalapeño shall we listen to the first now TV yeah. ad and see if the pig's on it here we go I mean now that's what I call music right, that's the name of the album right and listen listen it's 30 of the years Fabronius hits it's fantastic okay this is what you get out of the 30 you get listening right 11 number ones from Duran Duran Kajapuku sorry Google UB40 Phil Collins Men at Work Bonnie Tyler Rod Stewart oh yeah and Culture Club great eh it's 30 hits on record of cassette guess what's coming up next it's only me and it look there you go darling eyes and teeth head on shoulder Z tasty or what now, that's, that's Tracy Ullman then. That's Tracy Ullman, I think. That's yeah. Tracy Ullman. That's not a pig. Is the pig? He says it. Yeah. That pig one. The pig one. I remember that. Yeah. Now that's what I call music. Three. Thirty original chart hits on one posh double album. <laughs> posh. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the crucial collection. Wake me up. 
crucial great word of the time I'd buy this if I were you yeah. I'd buy this if I were you this is a great ad both these ads are brilliant I wonder who made those ads because the first one with Tracy Ullman is a great script the way she just does yeah. it as if it's like ad-libbed and then yeah, him yeah. saying shit like I'd buy this if I were you that is yeah, yeah. Those are, you don't get fucking ads that are that funny anymore and it's got bits of like graffiti cropping up on the screen as well, as if they've been written kind of on a school book or on yeah. a, a school bag. And it says "ooh," and then it says, uh, "Where is it?" Um, gosh, someone's <laughs> written, scrawled on the screen. I think I'm going to faint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, d- Brilliant. honestly, we should. I mean, what we've effectively done this first 19 minutes of the pod is deep dive the now compilations, which are well worth it well worth it in fact that rings a bell I think seven or eight people I'm are already sorry. doing a series of the, I, the now I compilations st- I, yeah I'm, I think that someone has done this they like yeah. they do it year by year don't they yeah I don't I think, know who I think someone's already doing the now let's not trample on that but the, no. I mean, but I mean when you're a kid and singles cost like let's say £1.29 and then all of a sudden you can buy a thing that's got 30 of the mm. most recent chart singles on for 5.99 it's just no brainer you've got to get it oh of course some of us were taping everything off the charts on radio one every sunday tea time yeah, well, but making our the, yeah that's all right but the quality wasn't ever as good was it doing that no it wasn't it was it was good it was good when they went the fm you know what it used to be medium wave to be honest the now compilation albums were just classic christmas present from your grandparents yeah like because yeah i love the latest now thank you very yeah much. you'd ask them or they'd ask your parents your parents say get them one of those albums with the pig on probably led to a few yeah. mix-ups a few people probably got fucking worse albums or something yeah um and um the pig um he says the pig made it to the back sleeve of the first album and the front of later ones in an attempt to develop the the brand, but some people really hated it and it eventually went. Mm. <laughs> wow. Well, we didn't. We liked it. Although I don't know, maybe at the time I didn't like it. I can't remember, but I can't imagine I wouldn't have done. There's not much to not like about a fucking cool pig in sunglasses That's and exactly a walkman. That is, is the pig's the pig's easily the best thing about it. He There's says we went to the big itch. Yeah. He says, we went to the big HMV on Oxford Street the day the first one was released. It was madness. The album sold one million copies in four weeks in the run-up to Christmas. Wow. Suddenly, everyone wanted to have a track on the next now because that meant it was a hit. And they wanted to be track one on side one. So we ended up with Paul McCartney and Queen vying for the top slot on now two. Fucking, there you go. It's the big names. The pig isn't exactly as I remember him, actually. He does have sunglasses, but... In the, what I'm looking at, which is now Music 3, he doesn't have a leather jacket or a Walkman. Did I? Did he develop his look over time? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's like a false memory. It might maybe be. I remember looked, him I being know. a lot more over the top. No, he's just a pig in sunglasses. That's it. No more, no less. Oh, no, hang on. No, he does develop. By the time now five is a new illustration, he's got different glasses oh, on. Oh, yeah. He's got like kind of space age kind of wrap around pink yeah. glasses, hasn't he? Yeah, I think <clears> he's <throat> being faded out as early as now six. To be honest, 
Yeah, um, Hitz, I've got now six and he's not on that. Hits didn't really have anything of that nature. It was pretty didn't basic. Have a, any no farmyard animal. That was quite revolutionary. No. They had no farmyard animal involvement whatsoever on it. Which quite is strange. weird. Mm. It just seems like the obvious thing to do, doesn't You'd it? You'd have thought they'd have at least gone for a sheep. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, what else are we looking at on this chart? Well, I can't remember what we talked about last time, but everywhere we look... I think we just talked about one or two up at the top end. We talked about um, well, Wham, I think. Automatic um, by the point sisters is always a song I, I love to discuss because I just it's it's one of my all-time favourite songs. But then again, yeah. the chart's full of them. I mean, Grooving, uh, You're the Best Thing by Style Council. Um, Dance With Tears In My Eyes. I want to oh, break dancing. free. We're not Queen fans, but obviously legendary video. I think that's what we talked about. We talked about uh, the video for that last yeah. week. Dancing with Tears in My Eyes by Ultravox. That's the one with the video where Midgiver comes home and there's about to be a nuclear attack. Yes, yeah, about nuclear that? war, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the video, and but I knew that's what the song was about. He, he's, he's heading home because I think the, the warning's been sounded that the attack is imminent and he's, he's heading home to be mm. with his wife and kid. And the it ends kind of with the flash of the nuclear attack thing but what happens is him and his wife spend some time in the kids bedroom the kids in the bed or something but then mm. they fuck off and they go off to bed themselves together oh no and they leave the kid <laughs> the that's attack. not nice it's the end of the world yeah you don't want him to die alone I think Mitch uh, yeah, fancies anyway, having it uh, off. He fancies, he fancies one last diddle sorry um, son before, but I've always yeah. envisaged my last moments being um, uh, alone with your mother. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Have some quality time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it, none of us are getting through this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Last, I don't know what no, you're going to do, son. Um, I would have loved for you to have um, <clears throat> discovered the wonder of sexual congress before the world came to an end. But unfortunately, but, you were not uh, at an appropriate age and... You're probably not interested in that sort of thing, but if you if you had, then you'd know why it was very important for me to sling one up your mum before the old fucking <laughs> shit house comes tumbling down around our ears. There you go. <laughs> Them's the breaks. I didn't make the rules. There you are. Sorry. Um, no, I'm looking at last episode description, and it says we. It was about picking a hard man record, which was Freedom by Wham. Which I don't even, is is that even in this chart? Um. Now, whip me up before you go goes in this chart, but we talk about freedom instead. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, uh, Fat Boy Slim getting creepy. Fat Boy Slim's not in this chart either. Mm. And high concept movies. Also, not really reflected in this chart. So, we, we had a good go at it last time. Um, yeah. But, I mean, when you're young and in love, the Flying Pickets, which was the Flying Pickets follow up to the Only You cover version. I hated that song. Did you? Why did you hate it? Because you loved the Yuzu one. I loved the original, but the whole acapella thing got on me tits. They were weird blokes, weren't they? I mean, I I found them a bit creepy. Like, I would look at them and I'd think, yeah, the bald one in particular, Uncle Fester. But also the the one with the sideburns was all right. He later turned up in Coronation Street. Yeah, but I don't know. I looked at them, I thought these are. I was, you know, I was nine, but I was looking at them thinking, this is a weird bunch of fucking geezers. Yeah, these aren't pop stars. What's this about? I mean, to be this honest, I thought not just the fact they looked and acted weird, because they were all in that pub, weren't they, singing it together? Yeah. Like, and they were doing it very straight-faced. And I also was like, 
what's with the acapella thing? Like, I'd never experienced acapella before until they showed up, right? And mm. I was like, this is weird as well. I don't know why. I still find acapella weird. No offence to anyone listening who's um, an acapella artist. My yeah. One of my best mates, Ben, <laughs> his, his uh, dad was... He, his, he lived with his dad, not his mum, and his dad had a young bit <clears> of stuff. That's not right. fair. It was his girlfriend and then his wife. But yeah, when we were that age, love. we regarded her simply as a young bit of stuff. She was much younger than him. And she was, yeah, she was sexy. And <laughs> she was a television news reporter. Oh. Yeah. And we were like, fuck, you know, I think they're on the bottom. Yeah. Your dad's bird's a bit of all right, isn't she? I saw her on the box the the other night. (laughs) Shut up. Stop talking about her like that. (laughs) I'm not going to try and nick her off your dad or nothing. (laughs) That's the thing, because his dad was probably walking around thinking he was the fucking bollocks. His dad was probably younger than we are now, I think. And, and, but it's just hyper embarrassment for the teenage kid, isn't it? It's like... Totally, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fancy my dad's girlfriend, but I'm not allowed to say anything about it. Oh, exactly. But she (laughs) also... So we were fascinated by her. Mm. And uh, and then we found out that her hobby, when she wasn't having it off with Ben's dad or (laughs) being on the television news... What do you do in your spare time, love? (laughs) If you've got any spare time, you seem pretty busy. (laughs) I'm in an acapella group. Do what? <laughs> what? Lifeline pickets? Ugh. Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, you weirdo. <laughs> and to think I fancied you a minute ago. <laughs> we thought it was fucking hilarious. You know, like when you're a right little cunt when you're a kid, you just go like this. We'd be around this house and go, she'd go, hello, boys. Hello, Annabelle. Hello. How's your acapella group? <laughs> and then you'd all go, you'd all go. <laughs> she goes, yes, it's fine, thank you. Like, we've got another practice tonight. Yeah. We're doing a concert next but, month. That's all you'd say. But it'd be so snide that he'd say, still in that acapella group, are you? Still not got yes, instruments in it. We're, uh, we're doing a concert next month. It's uh, fundraising for the homeless. How is it? Oh, that's nice. Ever thought of just introducing one instrument like maybe an electric guitar, something like that? You know, just to liven things up. I don't think it's cheating just to have one instrument, surely. <laughs> maybe just a recorder, something like that. <laughs> We're right cunts about it. <laughs> it, is, it is weird, let's be honest. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's unnatural. I don't I don't <laughs> know unnatural. why it's weird, and I've got a bad feeling that someone might listen to me. Well, I, I'm in an a cappella group, and I I really enjoy it. And so, yeah, and that's very great. And I'm, yeah, and I'm, you know, and no, it, listen. It's not, it's not great. Let's be honest, it's not great. <laughs> I just find it creepy. <laughs> it's and I don't even know. The problem's with me. It's probably an expression of my own insecurities. I no, can't play any no, instrument right. or sing, as well, anyone who's attended our live shows will appreciate only too well. Well, the, the, the thing is that a cappella groups were probably massive before musical instruments were invented, and that was fine. That's, you, that's all well and good. To, but then yeah. once you like, have, like, once you have instruments... Yeah, you're talking about caveman times, mate. I mean, yeah, it's they invented the, yeah. the drum back then. 
Even the drum, yeah. It didn't take them long to come up with the drum. There's probably only three months of caveman music where it was, caveman where acapella. It was pure acapella. Looking from a window above, like a story of love. Um, someone, and, uh, someone on Twitter. I don't know. You might have spotted this thing this morning because it's been been shared a lot. But someone said um, that he'd been re- reorganising his fucking um, re- reorganising his uh, uh, Spotify library or iTunes library or right. something like that. And he was trying to like edit the artist names, right? Right. And he'd for some reason I don't know why. He had a now compilation, right? Mm. And he'd accidentally changed the artist like column. Every single mm. artist in the artist column was changed to Chas and Dave, right? <laughs> so, right. so he said, and now I, I don't want to change it back because I can't stop laughing at the thought of Chas and Dave doing versions <laughs> of all of these songs. And it was a, it was an eighties now compilation. And I read yeah. it, and the first one was Sexual Healing. And I, just, yes. I laughed so much, I couldn't read any further. <laughs> yeah, oh, sexual healing. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Yeah. We should do a deep dive into Chaz and Dave. Yeah, there was a good documentary. Oh, oh here, here it is, yeah. He goes, it's a, it's a guy called Simon Galloway. And he, right. he's written... Um, I've just accidentally renamed all the artists on the 1982 Now yearbook as Chaz and Dave. All four discs. Imagining some <laughs> of these songs performed by Chaz and Dave is probably making me laugh. Sexual Healing, Chaz and Dave. State of Independence, Chaz and Dave. Here's a good one. Ebony and Ivory, Chaz and Dave. Fame, fame! Oh, I'm yeah. gonna live forever! Um, a Night to Remember. Oh, what a track that is. I mean, no one could ruin that. Inside Out, another one. Love Come Down. God, these are great. Get Down On It. I can't imagine them doing Get Down On It, actually. Yeah, that would be really good. Uh, Why? Don't know that one. Full On Piano. And Buffalo Gals. Yeah. So, interesting thought. Buffalo Gals would be good. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll we'll leave it there because there's much (laughs) more to look at in this chart, I think. Yeah, yeah, this this could go on for several more episodes. We haven't even got any, we haven't even got into Against All Odds Take a Look at Me Now by our old mate Phil Collins yet, which has always been one of my favourite Phil Collins songs. Yeah, possibly my favourite. It's it's so moving. It's so moving. I remember hearing that in a car when I was a kid and I did not understand that really heartbreak and love. You know, I, yeah. I was quite romantic as a child, actually. Andy. I imagine you probably would be. Yeah. I was romantic, and I would develop like sort of quite major crushes, even when I was at primary school, on girls, and then I, and then I yeah. would allow those crushes to make me feel really sad. So maybe I did yeah. understand where Phil was coming from because I remember this song almost making me cry. I didn't quite mm. know what he was on about, but I just there was such sadness to it, sonically, you, um, such heartache. Did, did you go around dressed as one of the romantic poets, like? Keats, Shelley, yeah, maybe one I of them. Uh, I had a, a, with a I, handkerchief in your hand. Yeah, handkerchief. Yeah, yeah. a little notebook, quill, Wolf collar. Yeah, yeah. velvet jacket. That sort of I thing, often yeah. would powder my face as well. Yeah, and draw on a small love heart somewhere. It's just the way I rolled when I was a young lad. <laughs> like that fucker who was in the Dick Turpin episode. Yeah, that, that fop. 
Yeah. I was a teenage fop. By, no, yeah. I was a schoolboy fop by Sam Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave it there. We'll do more on this next time. Uh, where I will explain why Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen is probably his best song. Oh, I ha- you, I, you won't need to convince me. I 100% agree with yeah. that. I always have yeah. done. Yeah, You don't get that in Uncut Magazine. No, absolutely not. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.